Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Brittany. So I want to talk today, well, let me rephrase it and say this. I like episodes where I feel like you guys get to learn a little bit about us. Hopefully, (laughs) maybe not. Maybe I just like talking about things that we like. Um, So I wanted to talk today about our favorite books and share share some of these back and forth because I think this will be really fun. So I wanted to start with first by asking you, Ronnie, were you a big reader when you were a kid? Oh my goodness. I was a huge reader when I was a kid. I was the one who, the kid who was just constantly reading, had books at the table all the time, had to be told to stop reading. Yeah, that was totally me. Actually, my daughter is um, almost exactly like me now. And it's really funny because she reads all the time and I'm like, oh, it's little Ronnie. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. She's your mini me. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes very much so. So what kind of books did you read when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I mostly mostly read novels. I read a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of fiction, a lot of classical fiction, um, Secret Garden, Little Women, Little House oh, on the I Prairie. Oh, I read that. Yeah, I love that book. Um, oh, all 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 of those kinds of books. I went to the library a lot. Just found things. Sometimes I read random books that were, you know, how um, at the library they have those tall circular shelves that spin and there's books in there and there's always paperbacks in there oh Uh, yeah what are those things called i have no idea display racks display racks (laughs) that's so funny but i I read oh go on keep going i was gonna say i i went through a phase in which i just kind of pulled books from there a lot and those are usually more just whatever paperbacks are popular at the time so i don't even remember what books those were but I loved Boxcar Children. I think I mentioned that before. Those were, yes, also read those. Loved those. When I got a little older, I loved Babysitter's Club because I loved money. Um, mm-hmm. And I lived in a community filled with kids, so I had my own. I hustled. I had my own uh, babysitting business. I was I was making a lot of money as a, as a young a, kid. They have a TV show now, Babysitter's Club. I haven't yeah, watched it. It's a little woke. It probably is, it was, I'm sure. I couldn't get through the first episode. I was like, ooh, what have they done? What have they um, done? Oh, gosh. I shouldn't say this. I actually – know someone who <laughs> created the show <laughs> oh no well tell them tell them i think it's a little too woke i don't know them very closely anymore but um, <laughs> i i know that they were very excited when they started working on the show well, we won't say showing. anything I, I will keep that a secret don't let them know um so yeah so that was those are my favorite books i'm trying to think what else i read i tried to read little woman when i was no i did read little woman so i read little woman when i was in fourth grade i think loved that because i have a bunch of sisters so that was mm-hmm. That was a good one. So these are books I read as a kid. Wait, wait. And learning about each other. How many sisters do you have? Oh, hold on. I got to count. There's 10 of us together and I always forget. How many girls? Hold on. Hold on. There's me. There's my sister, my sister. I want to see if you have more than me. Ah, you do. I have five sisters. (laughs) So just barely. And then I've got four. Wait. Yeah, four brothers. There's a lot. Okay. It's hard to keep track. We had, okay. we, we, had, we had six girls. Only girls, though. No brothers. Well, five of them are step-siblings, but we've been together so long mm-hmm. that, you know. But so growing up, I had two when, until I was like a teenager. But uh, yeah, so a lot, but still, still a lot of girls. Um, so yeah, so when I was a kid, I read a lot of um, fiction. It's funny. Now, I don't read a lot of fiction, and that makes me very sad. I kind of force <gasps> myself, except for one thing, and that is I love the fantasy genre. I love wizards and dragons and witches and all that. Like, I love these, like, fantasy worlds. So Harry Potter 
has always been a favorite of mine. In fact, so every year I read the entire series. And by read, really? I really, wow. So Audio books because I don't have a lot of time. And so that's good for mm. me. But I have read them all several times, the actual books. But every year I do the audio, like all of the audio, um, like one round of them. And, you know, I never get sick of them. I'm just about to finish the first book again. I'm starting it all over again. So there's fantasy are like my favorite, favorite books. I've been reading Harry Potter for almost 20. No, I think it's That's yeah, crazy. 20 years now. Like I just love it. It's magical. It reminds me of being just, you know, I love believing in a world where things like that can be real. And obviously, you know, unicorns and, and dragons and all <laughs> these things don't exist. But I like to pretend they do. So I love fantasy books, but I also like the classic fiction. So my favorite book in the whole wide world, and I try to read this once a year as well, is The Count of Monte Cristo. That is hands down, absolute favorite book. Um, And that is a really fun story about – well, fun. It's actually pretty tragic. (laughs) A guy who a bunch of people are jealous of, and he's like this sweet kid, and they frame him for a crime. And this is in France in the 1800s. And he gets imprisoned for like 20 years or maybe even 30. He gets in prison for a very long time. Um, and meanwhile, like the girl he was engaged to gets married to one of the villain, like villains mm-hmm. of the book. And he gets out and he gets really rich because he finds his treasure and he decides to seek his revenge. And though most of the book is him getting these like this awesome revenge. And you're thinking like, oh, revenge is cool. But no, it is not. So something happens and he realizes like that an innocent life was jeopardized in his you know, pursuit to get back at people. And then he has the, the kind of the overall theme of the book is it's not his place to seek revenge on people. The only thing you can do is wait and hope is what he said. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to live your life. You've got to let it go. And and if you believe in a God and you believe that somebody else is, is going to judge you for your actions, you have to let, you know, God do that or whatever it is you believe in. So it's a really good book because at first you think it's this book on vengeance and it is a book on vengeance, but then at the end it kind of takes a turn and you learn that it's, you know, getting revenge on people isn't always as good as you, you know, doesn't feel as good as as you think it's going to. So really good book. It always just really touches me. There's so many lines in there that I just have highlighted. So that is my all-time favorite book. I don't know, Ronnie, if you have one you consider your absolute favorite book. Um, not, not really. First, I want to talk about Count of Monte Cristo because I oh, read it, please. I read it in high school, maybe. I think it was a required book at the time. Uh, but I remember because like, I never read it in high school. <laughs> so funny. Um, I remember liking it a lot at the time, but I'd forgotten about it. So it was really nice hearing you go through it all again because it jogged, um, you know, memories and reminded me of it. Um, Usually I'm not someone who likes to reread books because if I've read it once, really? so I've gotten the story, but I liked how you were talking about Count of Monte Cristo because it, I can see where it has really good reminders of life and how sometimes when we surround ourselves with this, um, yes, yeah, like the... I want to say the positive energy, but I guess it feels weird. But in the light of the stories, yes, we think as humans, like, oh, we need to get revenge. We need to do this. And so we have that negative kind of energy and responses. Um, and it's just a good reminder of those things don't turn out well. And you get to, you know, go through the whole journey again. And at the end, be like, oh, yeah, that's right. That is why all I can do is, what, what was the line? All you can do is just- hope. It says all of like- I'm going to I'm going to ruin this line but it's something along the lines of all human wisdom can be summed up in two words wait and hope. Mm-hmm. 
And I've always loved that. Not just for yeah, the, like not even just for like hope that somebody else, you know, is judged accordingly, but just wait and hope in life. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to be patient and, and have hope. Yeah. So love that one. Um, yeah. Did you want to mention one that oh. is one of your favorite? If you have like, I, I know it's hard when I ask like, oh, what's your favorite thing? Usually I have like a top five, but not a favorite. So if yeah. you have one that stands out. No. And this, when we first started, we uh, first brought up this topic, it got me thinking that I have not read a novel or you know even a nonfiction story in so long. Um, most of the books that I read now are um, like how-to guides, or I might that counts you know, as a nonfiction, though, doesn't it? I guess so, but it's but you know I'm flipping back and forth to the pages in which I need. I'm not really going through it as a story. Oh, okay. Even even some of the nonfiction books, I usually just thumb through to get to, until I get to the parts in which I'm interested, and then uh, I don't read the whole book. I need to get better. I think what's happened is that after I had kids, especially after I was started homeschooling, uh, I was more focused on whatever books my kids were reading, and I just stopped having the time energy. Uh, mind quiet <laughs> to read, yeah. but uh, I need to pick that back up at some point. Actual reading books, not just reading online. Well, and you know, for me, it's I just read so many. I do so many audiobooks mm-hmm. that that's kind of hard for me because, again, I just don't have the time. I try to read at least a couple real books. It's just because I'm so busy. It's so nice that when I'm getting ready for work in the morning, I just put on an audiobook. Yeah, and so I get a lot of, re- and I put it on like 1.7 speed, so it speeds it up. Oh, good. So I'm idea. able to get them. Yeah, I'm able to get them done faster. So for me. I do so many audiobooks, but I don't read a lot of fiction and I'm trying to. Mm. I need to start other than like the Harry Potters I'm, you know, listening to um, because I just – there's so many nonfictions. I really like like self-help books like Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life and Tuttle Twins Now has one for mm-hmm. you young listeners so that I'm very excited about. Um, so I like reading a lot of those types of books. Um, there's one that I I think would be a great one to make a kid's book out of called Atomic Habits that just teaches you how to set up these really good habits um, to reach, you know, goals. Um, I Because I'm a comedian, I like to read a lot of um, bios of like other like celebrities and people who have been successful, mm-hmm. not just like, oh, a celebrity I saw like a reality show. No, I like to read biographies of people who were successful. So whether that is a comedian, maybe it's Elon Musk. I've read his, one of his biographies people like that who just really inspire me. Um, So those are some other genres that I like. Another one of my favorite books, and this is not one you'll want to read until you're an older teenager, but is Crime and Punishment, which is – so Russians are known for being a very, like, dark and serious people. And this book, like, Russian literature, Russian books, they have, like, a a stereotype, a reputation of being very, like, heavy – kind of depressing books, but they have good morals. And Jordan Peterson has a book list of books he thinks you should read. And Crime and Punishment was on there. And that's really, that's a really good book because it teaches the lesson. And this is a very, um, you know, this isn't, it's not, this is the very simple uh, summary. But a theme is, is, you know, is something bad because you get caught or is it just bad? Mm -hmm. Right? So if you steal, and the book is actually about something worse than stealing, I think it's a, a murder but it's kind of a murder mystery in a way, but it's okay. So if you don't get caught stealing, does that mean that like you get away with it and you feel fine? But this criminal who gets away with something ends up feeling terrible inside. He didn't get caught, but he like, it's like ruining his soul. So I think it's a really interesting book about even that goes back to what we talk about with government, right? Are laws just, just because they're laws or 
are, you know, are there morals that that exist outside of laws? So I think that that's a really interesting book to read when you're older because it tackles some of those topics in a really interesting um, and very long-winded way. It's, it's a longer book. <laughs> are there any other standouts you want to talk about? You don't have to. I could talk. I have a bunch more I could talk about. <laughs> I don't really. I feel as though I have, you mentioned audiobooks and I have listened to a few audiobooks lately, but it's when my kids are in the car and we're on road trips, so I'm listening to kids' books. So still, uh, oh, but you know what? We have our audience as kids. So here's oh, yeah, a book. yeah. Here's a book that uh, I listened to. I think it was a couple of years ago on a road trip, but um, it was called A Night Divided, and it's by uh, Jennifer something. I can't remember right now, um, but it's called A Night Divided, and it's a historical fiction that takes place um, – when the Berlin wall went up. And so the story is, is that the father and the brother, so the the main character is a girl, but her father and brother had gone over into West Germany to right before the wall went up. I think they were trying to find housing and then they were going to bring their family over. Um, But the day they were supposed to come back the night before a wall went up or they started off and it was just like a big bob wire, um, you know, before they, yeah, built the actual wall. Mm-hmm. And then there were guards, but just overnight. Um, and so her father and brother were trapped on the other side. And so then it goes over the next, you know, year or two or so um, as the wall gets built. And, you know, uh, then you know, she's trying to decide, like, can she escape? And it's the whole story. But uh, I forget her name, Jennifer something. And she's also written a couple of other books. Words on Fire is another one. It's historical fiction. It's about... Um, uh, where was it? Um, this really when books were being banned um, in what was the language? I'm blanking. Uh, but if you look for her kids, those I highly recommend those books. Words on Fire, uh, A Night Divided. Oh, there's another book called The Scourge that she wrote, which is also interesting about these people that are told that they have a disease and then they are sent off to a colony to live. Anyways. Um. That sounds kind of applicable. <laughs> now, um, sounds a little too scary. I definitely, that author is, um, I suggest her to any listeners out there. Awesome. Well, we've given you a bunch of ideas. Um, and always be reading again, even if, and I know some people are very, they're book purists. They like to actually do the reading, but my, you know, my theory is I do think when you're younger, it's very good to read and get into that habit. That's what I did. But audiobooks for when you're older and busier and you start driving and you spend a lot of time, you know, in the car or getting ready, or even if you're cleaning, it's really good to read an audiobook just to fill that time with something beneficial and read as many books as you can. So maybe set some goals for yourself as, you know, we're in the first couple of weeks and months of the new year of, of reading some good books and, you know, we want to hear from you. What books are you are you listening to or reading? Um, I said listening to. You can tell how far culture has come. Or I'm just assuming everybody's <laughs> listening. All right, guys. We'll leave it there. So please don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and share with all your friends. And Ronnie, until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed. And check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.